welcome to the mouthpiece a wrestling podcast once again with your boy Davy lips and as always my man geo hey man never in my life have i watched so much fucking billy gun so <laughs> <laughs> the billy gun show <laughs> oh billy and we will we will get to that because uh yeah, yeah. we even we even get a live review of a wrestling show for me this week i went out to wrestling yeah i i was reading where did you go? Why did this go there? Where, how was it? Where did you oh, go? We'll start right with it. Yeah, we let's went, go. Went to Creator Pro, which is Kurt Hawkins Wrestling Federation. Okay. Brian. And it was called All Night Long. Um, the main event was Bear Bronson, Brian Myers, and Rich Swan. Wow. And after everything ended... Everybody got involved in a big old Congo line, and then came Matt Caster because he, he used to wrestle there. That's where he trained, and MJF, and wow. we all combined around and partied and danced. Damn, was it a good show though? Was it a good show? Oh, I, there's a lot of up and coming guys I could see like eventually getting over to AEW over there. Yeah, like. Every- AF was definitely over there scouting and keeping an eye out because, like, he did color commentary and Matt Castor was, like, peeking in from the back. Wow. Yeah, there sounds like some names there as well. Like, it's a, it's a nice turnout. I mean, I like Rich Swan. I've always liked Rich Swan. Uh, yeah. Oh, they yeah. did the... We, we, it was the whole all night long. We Everybody got to do the fucking Congo line all night long. So he was... <laughs> Conga lining along. See? <laughs> <laughs> I could just see. Shame you didn't have your taco suit. <laughs> okay. The best part had to be Bear Bronson. He got a PBR. And in the middle of the ring, he just clanked them together, Stone Cold Steve Austin style, drank them, and then did the Triple H spit. Wow. Why wow, we all chanted Bear, 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 because the man's a fucking beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, these are the people AEW should be paying attention to. Mm. Yeah, 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 definitely. I think that I, I don't, I mean, we can move on. I, I don't want them to sign any more ex-WWE guys. Like, where they are right now, I mean, their roster is stacked. And I mean, we'll touch on a minute because I've got it written here, Brian Cage's wife retweeting... Uh, what ah. she did, yeah. Clearly, there's gonna be some I, guys that are non ex WWE that have gone there thinking this is their chance, and it's and not. I, you know, I've been saying that since month two, though. Mm. Since month two, after he immediately cashed in his big old battle royal chip and then lost to, to lost to Mox, I was like, why? Why are we doing this? Yeah. Because when you look, like, you, you know, it's, it's, it's a chance for us to see guys like Adam Page, MJF, Darby Allen, Lance Archer, Brian Cage, all guys that we've been hyping about not, that weren't in WWE. Like, Brian Cage in, in Impact was awesome. And when they signed him, I'm like, okay, if that's the route, I get you're going to sign some ex-WWE guys. I get it. Like, I totally get going for the guys like Miro and Adam Cole and Punk. But when you look at say Andrade Andrade has been a flop 
Like, and he's got another new manager, didn't he? Turn on Chavo this week. Like, the Andrade thing is, for me, screaming desperation. Andrade, I always said, though, I didn't think AEW was a good idea for him. And we know, like, a very big Andrade fan who said he didn't think it was a good move for him. Um, but yeah, I, Brian Cage's wife obviously retweeting something. I mean, she didn't write it. A lot of people were saying, oh, look what his wife said. She didn't write it. Somebody wrote it. She retweeted about Brian Cage being frustrated. Um, she, you know, with Taz could definitely be AEW's Brock Lesnar. But I remember me and you saying that. Like, with Taz as his mouthpiece, that, that could easily be the Lesnar-Heyman thing on AEW. Brian Cage is more than capable of being that guy. And I think they now just take it easy. Like, don't... They, I get the pops, and I get every time that someone's a free agent that's big. The very, you know, it, but... Should have the very least he could have been the dude to, to take it off Omega and, and how to run and, and impact again. Yeah. 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 Like what they've done with Christian, that could have easily been Brian Cage and there would have been no problem with that. You know, they've got impact there, you know, and you see the drop in numbers like rampage was just what? 670,000. I mean, that's a big, big drop in two weeks. You know, I know what, one of it was <laughs> punk's debut. I totally get why that went off, but Six, seven, you know what? You know what wasn't a big drop? SmackDown. SmackDown, bro. What they're saying it's their biggest one since January. Or, yeah, Fox have put out a big thing, um, pushing it. Yeah, hypes SmackDown surprise rise. Yeah, two point three, and the zero point six rise rated in the in the eighteen to forty nine. It's the highest viewership for the show since last January, and they put out a press release. It's an 11% increase over the average viewership from SmackDown in the month of September 22, which was only 2.1. Mate, SmackDown is, again, something is going off. Like, SmackDown right now is... Okay, people can say what they like about Brock Lesnar. Clearly, that guy brings in viewers. Clearly, people want to see Lesnar. I'm invested in this storyline, because let me tell you, I like that immediately... Roman's like, I smell bullshit with you, Heyman. Yeah. So then he gives him, and he immediately is like, hey, Brock Lesnar, my buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been great. That, I mean, where do you see Finn fitted in this, though? It's like they're using the demon. Now, I can already see the tweets complaining that they, they ruined the demon, but do you... Do you think that they're just placing Finn in there so he's in and around that picture for later? Because I do think Finn's time will come. Finn is a pull. People love Finn Balor. Like, what, regardless. And, but where do you see him fitting in with this? I mean, after, we'll get to Raw in a minute. Obviously, Survivor Series is, we kind of think what's going to happen now. Um, but yeah, be interested. SmackDown right now can do nothing, bro. Like, for me. SmackDown right now is the best wrestling tv show on tv um and the numbers are, are proven that uh absolutely proven that i mean i I'm, I'm excited i'm excited for what the future's gonna hold for smackdown um because i think it's only gonna get better uh right before we get on to stuff about that we may we've got we've got to talk about raw raw so i don't know what this was but okay there were some normal matches, some storylines that have dragged on a bit. And there felt like a different energy to Raw last night, though. Something was different. Something was different um, for me. 
I, I can't I can't put my finger on it. It just felt different. It started off with obviously um Biggie had announced on Twitter, like be, like a few hours before Raw, that he was gonna cash in on Raw. Now, did you believe it or did you think he was trolling? Because Biggie could troll with the best he, of them. Yeah, I thought he was trolling. Yeah, because Biggie, you know, we know he can. Uh, but yeah, he announced it. He came out to sort of chat with uh, Randy Orton and Lashley and MVP come in and there was pretty decent back and forth. Um, Orton was good. I thought, and you know, hit the RKO on Lashley. So it was interesting. Yeah, and then Big E just saying that he's still going to... Still going to do it. Um, and then it carried on. Charlotte versus Shayna Baszler. Obviously, this is just to push Nia versus Shayna next week. Um, I think it's been way too long to get them to this point, though. I'd have been more interested in a Nia-Shayna match a long time ago. Like, I think they overstayed. I think they did their job as a team. I don't think I can knock what they did as a team. I think they did very well. But I think it's taken too long to get where we are. Um, and then Alexa come out and she called Charlotte a bitch and hit her with a pretty good like sunset flip thing. It was pretty good. Um, so yeah, it was Charlotte, Bliss Charlotte obviously announced. Um, then we had a bit more of uh, Drew McIntyre and the Viking Raiders, which make a great team, by the way. Um, taking on Jinder, Veer and Shanky. Lasted two and a half minutes. And for me, so, I, so I like my, my heart, Jinder matches not short and to the point <laughs> I think what we'll, we'll get into it with the announcement of the draft and everything but I think with the announcement of the draft I think they're just letting Drew coast right now with these this gender feud and I think he's gonna be their top guy to go to Smackdown oh oh I could see that Smackdown does need a big face along like edge is pretty much it really and we'll get on to some of the contract news as well with the guys as well wrote, um but they, you think they, that's they what wrote, they're doing they wrote edge off until probably like royal rumble yeah i think so and i think they'll do a seth edge three i think there'll be one more maybe hell in a cell i think there'll be one more i think that's why they had seth win i think there will be one more they're probably gonna be a mania match yeah, could be. They do the third one at Mania. Yeah, could do that. They could they could put them both in the Rumble and have them do a spot, which pisses Edge off or something. They could do that. Um, definitely. Um, bit of Reggie stuff. Reggie is just okay. Reggie is the perfect man for our, to have not have the title on our truth. I will admit it now. If the oh, title's okay. not on our truth. I quite like it being on Reggie because that dude just, it's just a circus act, isn't it? He's <laughs> just a circus act. Ah, oh, it's amazing. Bit of Drake Maverick was in there. Good to see him getting some TV time. I, I never really get to speak about it. Did you see the other week where like our truth had a character that was dressed up as a dog? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I know people maybe like the 24 7 title is a bit pointless, but it makes for a good few minutes. Like, it's good filler. It's better than watching an advert. I'd rather watch those running around doing stuff and then watch an advert or something or watch a pointless interview. I don't, I don't hate it in the minute. It, it's funny. Um, and then, great match. Great, great match. Uh, Damien Priest, Jeff Hardy. And now I'm going to say this. This, this match is an example of how I, I don't get how 
WWE has nothing for Hardy on a more frequent basis. Jeff because Hardy can work so well with about anyone. Like he so, can work, but he's not reliable. Maybe just I just want him to do something more frequent. Like I thought this match was great. He worked well with Damian Priest. He put Damian Damian Priest over. Uh, it was so good. Um, yeah, I, it was good. Like I just they at least they did something. He's not on main event. They give him a chance for a good match. He showed he can still do it. But yeah, I just um I just I, mean, I just wish down, it was more frequent. It comes down to he's not reliable. And I guess he must be beat up now. Like Jeff has been through it. Like you go back through the matches Jeff Hardy has had on Impact in TNA, you know, in WWE. Like Jeff Hardy's body must be beat up all the time. Like all the time. Like he must he, he, the morning when he stretches must just sound like an xylophone. <laughs> it just is bad. But I just wish he was around more frequent because he could do some mid-card stuff. Like, he was really good in this match. Um, Sheamus came, took them both out pretty easy, and then Priest took out Sheamus with a decent kick in the face. Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, and then your girl got some time. Do you know? So here you go, a bit of useless knowledge. It has been 112 days since Natalia and Tamina defended the titles on television. She got hurt. And 12 days. He got hurt. Then they should have been stripped. Okay, I know your love for Tamina runs deep, but that's a ridiculous thing. Uh, this Well, this match with Nikki Ash was the latest edition of Tamina is awesome, and that doesn't make for a good match. So <laughs> it's a lame way to build up a tag team title match, which is what I'm sure they're doing. It's going to be Rhea and, and Nikki versus Tamina and Natalia. I'm very, very sure. Um, yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Didn't Shotzi and the other one win a, a shot at it? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know what's going on with the women's tag titles. It's a complete shambles. Um, I have to say the next match, Natalia versus Rhea, was a much better match. Um, I thought they worked really well together. Um, yeah, it was pretty good. But I don't know. Uh, the titles have no value. So why would I start to care? Like, it'd be a good opportunity for Rhea and Nikki, and they're a bit fun, and they, they seem to be making a good team, but I just... There's no reason to care for them titles for the last few months, so why would I start now? But Whatever. Um, and then there was, like, just madness. Madness, chaos booking. Mansoura, Mustafa Ali, and uh, with New Day, took on Mace T-Bar and AJ Styles. Uh, and Omos, Omos is just a fucking animal. Um, yeah. Yeah, the whole team combined and they have a big choke slam. They got some time, it helped. Um, when there's that many people, it needs a little bit longer. Omos wrecking the team was a good ending. Um, so yeah, I'm pleased. Uh, it, was a, it was half decent. It was a good match. And then I don't want to talk about the next bit. Um, Dewdrop just completely destroyed Eva Marie. I'm very upset. I'm very upset. Um, anyway. Can we find end this feud? Yes. They, she squashed her. She squashed her. People were invested in Dewdrop. Let Dewdrop go do some stuff because she's a very talented girl. Piper Niven is a very, very talented girl. Just get her away from Eva now. Like, I get you use someone like Eva to bring someone in. That is what Eva is for. And everyone that thinks, oh my God, they're giving contracts. Eva is there just to 
help someone come in. But they've shown now what she can do. I think people are into Dewdrop enough. She seems to be getting some good praise at the back. So let her do her thing. Um, right. You know, like leave it now. She can go. Cool. Eva Marie's done her job for me. It's exactly what that is. Eva Marie has done her job. Um, so let's all move on. Um, and then the title match. So this is where this is where the conversation will go. The Bobby Lashley versus Randy Orton, which was first of all set for Extreme Rules, but apparently the tag team title match for Hurt Business winning tag team turmoil will be at Extreme Rules, which is and the beginning said that Orton, you know, went to see who he went to see to get his match early. Played that card. It was nicely set up, which made it believable of why the title match got moved. And two very talented guys worked really well. Um, I liked the match, even though, again, it's one of them you didn't think Orton was going to win. You was all waiting to see what Big E was going to do. But they made it. There was enough of a chance because it's Orton, isn't it? Like, it is Orton. You could always think that Orton will win. (laughs) I don't know. He's one of them guys, isn't it? That There's always that bit in your head that go... They could go with Orton, <laughs> like just to fuck with us. Um, but it was a really good match, and it was they built up like how much of a new match it was. Really good. I thought it was good, and I think Lashley did great in the match. Then there was a brawl, and I have to say, Lashley selling of his knee injury, I actually thought he'd hurt himself in the table. I have to give props, and the news reports I've seen have been giving props for Lashley for the whole thing. Like, his selling of the knee, I thought, was perfect. And then, boom, Big E's music hit. Out he came. Hit him with a spear. Kicked out. Big ending. Big E is your new WWE champion. What do you think of that? I love it. It was needed. It was needed. Now... Big E's time has been coming. I think Big E's going to be champ for a while. Do you think this will be Bloodline versus New Day at Survivor Series? Do you think what they'll do instead is Usos and Roman versus New Day? They could do that. Yeah, because Survivor Series is what? Not this month, next month. You know? I'm guessing Lashley will get his rematch at Extreme Rules. I'm guessing. I'm guessing Roman will beat Finn at Extreme Rules. I think they won't. They won't be beat Finn clean. I think Lesnar will get involved. They, they easily write this and have you know Xavier Woods and Kofi win the belt off of AJ and Omos. Yeah, there's a lot then, they could do. Oh, it's RK, then, RK bro, RK bro tag champs. Or RK bro, and then you got you know you get New Day as tag champs, and obviously Big E as champ versus. Usos as tag champs and Roman as champ. And I just think so, that, that match would just would just go off. Like Roman is hot right now. This is Big E's moment that's been talked about for a year or more. Like coming, Usos and New Day have never put on a bad match from any that I remember. Like there's been some. Do you remember the one? You know what it made me think of though. The one I remember is you remember when the Bludgeon Brothers. Did they debut during New Day Usos and they like powerbombed Xavier Woods on the steps? Do you remember that? that? Oh. Like hawked Xavier Woods in the steps and looked like they legit killed him. Yeah. I look like, I think you can see his soul leave his body as he hits them (laughs) steps. Like, oh, it's never got out by my, because I remember sitting there like, oh, he's dead. (laughs) Like, he's dead. Like, that's gone. 
But yeah, New Day came out to celebrate a lot of pyro. There wasn't any dark matches. It was all Big E with fans. It was a good way. It was a good roar. Do you know what I mean? It was definitely a different energy. I mean, there was a lot of the same old bookings, tag partners facing each other, partners not getting along, feuds that seemed to not end. Didn't help, but it was it was it was a more energized version of an old roar. I don't know. It was like a normal roar that you would hate. But there seemed like a different energy to it. It feels like they may be like, all right, we've got to we've got to sort this mess out because it's 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 been bad. This was the best roar for a very, very long time. It was a very good roar. And I'm very, very pleased with Biggie. That roar. Yeah, I was very happy. It was it's what Raw needed. And of course they announced that there will be a draft. That is next month. Did they say the date or did they just say next month? The first and the fourth. First and the fourth. Wow. So it's not even that long. So it's like two weeks. So a promo announced that the draft will kick off on October 1st on SmackDown and conclude on the fourth. Ooh. So what we will do is we will we will do our previews is be on the 28th, which is my birthday. <laughs> my actual birthday. When we do the pod, then that will be that will be us. Are you expecting our- like big thing? And it'll also be season premieres of both shows that it's reported, but that's not official. Ring. But they're doing uh, King and Queen of the Ring or something like that too. Oh wow! Oh wow! So this that's thing's the- coming, but yeah, and it's the timing of the draft is perfect because it gives them a chance to hit a little reset button. Um, the rumor is they're announcing it. I think this week. And then they're going to do the semis and stuff. And then the finals are going to be on the respective shows. Oh, okay. Okay. Like I, I think Raw's getting the queen and then SmackDown's getting the king. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would be good. I love that. I love king and queen and stuff. I love king and um, And As of course, as- yeah. As long as they don't give it to Seamus with a goofy hat again, I'm fine. <laughs> Do you as long remember? as it means something. Like, I just want it to mean something again. Like, we'll get to your <laughs> review in a minute. Like, I want it to mean something. Do you remember Seamus and his ridiculous crown? Yes. He yes. had, like, the crown. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Horrible, wasn't it? He's one of the last people to win it, wasn't he? Like, he was one of the last ones, wasn't he? Him and... Bad News Barrett didn't he win it for a bit? Yeah. Wade Barrett win King of the Ring. Wade so, Barrett, I think, last one to win it. Ah, uh, okay. Um, but yeah, so that's all coming up. I'm very excited. The, the draft is is very very needed. Um, it definitely needed. So hopefully it will it will mix it up. And I'm sure Fox and USA will want to have their fair share of talent. We'll see. I could see Finn Balor going to Raw. I could see that one. Um. I, I think the Drew to SmackDown, again, something I could see. I, I definitely think that that could be a thing. Um, maybe interesting. Maybe they, I, who knows? They could do anything at the draft. We've seen it before. How many drafts have we seen? What was the We're one getting- where Cedar was drafted number one and then didn't he go back? Didn't he get drafted back? <laughs> and they get Triple H. Do you remember that one? Yeah. Triple H got drafted and then like, on SmackDown, they're like, we traded him for the Dudley boys. 
I think it was like they traded him for the Dudley boys and Booker T. <laughs> I know it was one, when it, I think Edge and Batista were on the same show and then Batista come out and squashed Edge and CM Punk cashed in, didn't he? And yeah, it was, ah, it's awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. <laughs> the draft does bring some moments, that's for sure. Um, and of course, tonight, oh, WWE will debut the new NXT 2.0, won't they? Yep. That's, champ. Yeah, new champ. Um, okay. What? Do you think that Joe was just there to get it off cross and he's not really injured? Now, this is one thing that I've had a conversation with. A mate texted me and said, I don't believe he's injured. I think they I just used him for a feel good and to get the belt off cross. I believe he is because w, apparently WWE was like really skeptical on even letting him wrestle because they're like, he's too injury prone. Mm. And do you think that's why he ended up going back? Because all the other companies are like, sorry, Joe, you're just, you're a flight risk. Do you think it's time for Joe to stop? Yes. Because like, he, he is beat up and he like... He would have for sure been at All Out had they not rehired him. Yeah. But apparently, according to a report, there's a lot of uh, concern and trepidation before NXT's taping tonight, uh, feeling a lot of stress and stuff. They're feeling that they're on thin ice. They're afraid that even if they're doing a good job, they might still get released from NXT. Do you think it's just because of the guys that are on the roster that they feel like that, like ex lack of experience and the fact that Triple H is off, obviously, due to his surgery and stuff. Or do you think there's genuine concern that people are going to get kicked out? Do you think Triple H had this planned out? I, I, is it? Yeah, maybe. Like, so it reports that the call time for today's taping was moved up, um, to, to, of schedule due to tonight's show being the first live show in several weeks and apparently the current plan is to reportedly run live NXT broadcasts throughout the rest of September and all of October they're going to go back to live for the next two months to push this new 2.0 like RTV here BT Sports which shows NXT and NXT UK have been pushing like there have been adverts everywhere um, about pushing NXT so It'd be interesting. I'm curious to see what it's going to do. I'm, I'm quite excited. Um, this I'm is quite the time it's done. I, the yeah, please. I think it's Pete Dunn's time. I, I, uh, it's funny. My, my heart wants LA Knight because I'm a big LA Knight fan. Big Eli Drake fan. Biggest. But it's, it is Pete Dunn's time to lead that brand. And if he's just signed a new deal, which apparently he has, um, it's time it is time um to do that um and speaking of new deals obviously there's been a lot of talk contracts um first up johnny gargano apparently is up at this when they thought adam coles was up um what do you think you think gargano will stay yeah i don't think he's going anywhere as long as candace is there he ain't gonna go yeah and she's what she's pregnant now isn't she or is that is that right is she pregnant yeah, yeah, so why would you upset the apple cart? Um, and then the other two, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Now. I don't think they're going anywhere either. See, I, I think they will. I think they'll leave. And I don't think it will be a big deal to WWE 
I don't think they'll be missed as much as people think. Like, what are they doing right now? Sami Zayn was a mystery opponent for Dominic Mysterio. Kevin Owens has been filling in on commentary. Like, when's the last time they had a big thing that wasn't fighting each other? I, those two I could see leaving. Kevin Owens is a family guy, though, so that will be a money decision. I don't think it will be anything to do with wrestling with Kevin Owens. Like, his family is the most important thing. I don't think it'll be anything to do with where he wants to wrestle. It'll be whoever offers him the more money. So he could stay. I, I would, if I was there, I would probably leave or I would think about it. Gargano, I don't think will leave. Um, so yeah. Apparently, WWE have reviewed a lot of contracts since the Adam Cole, Pete Dunn, and Alistair Black contract situations like the 30-day non-compete clause in Black's case came to light. Um, so apparently they believed that Adam Cole's contract was up the same time as Gargano's and had planned on speaking to him like at the end of the autumn. So that's what apparently messed that all up. So yeah, I, I think I think Zayn and, and Owens would leave though. Um, myself. I, I do think it. I do think it. It's me to think that Adam Cole had this planned out, though, because why wouldn't you remind them your contract is up? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so. He seems, he seems all right there. I mean, I, the only thing I'd say about Adam Cole, like, I do think, you know, I, I don't believe a company that big doesn't know people's contracts. I just don't believe it. Like, there might be some rumor that it was up sooner or whatever, but I don't know. Maybe someone's, I just can't believe it. The only problem I have is I don't think they should have put Adam Cole straight into the elite. That for me isn't very good. You know but what I'm I, I don't like it. You know what I'm pumped for this week? The return of Dark Side of the Ring. Is it this week? Yes. Play Ride from Hell. Yeah, is that the first one? Yes. Oh my god. Right, so I got the lineup here for the next few weeks. Hold on. Coming in. Get them up. This is quite a quite a lineup of weeks. <clears throat> this is season four, isn't it? Yes, it's the second half of season four. No, second half of season three. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, they've done it in two bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So we got this week is the plane ride from hell with Vince and Brock Lesnar and the insurrection. Correct. So that was here. They were here at Wembley. Yes. Paul got intoxicated. Yeah. Henning and Brock. Do you know that's almost, that'd be 20 years ago in May. Can you believe that? They almost slammed through the fucking airplane. Yeah, it was uh, bad. Xbox cut Michael, Michael PSA's hair and stuck it to the blackboard the next day. Yeah. Well, I, and, uh, Mr. Perfect was fired, wasn't it? Yeah, and, because they... and Ric Flair and Goldust were like they were fined, I think, or reprimanded. They were in trouble. Around without a role, Goldust was serenading people over the <laughs> announcement speaker. <laughs> it, it was it was a mess. Then yeah, Chris Canyon. Oh, that's that one's going to be deep because man's got a, a double life. Hundred percent, Chris Canyon. Bigger, bigger of um of double life than most people you'll hear in wrestling. Like, and we got blood. We have blood and wire and FMW. Oh my god! Really? FMW? Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, Jesus. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, yeah, then there's Bikers, Bombs, and Bedlam. The story uh, of John K9. John died. <laughs> this man, I don't know if anybody's ever heard of, of Satan's Choice. Come on now. <laughs> this dude is done. <laughs> Apparently, he was like the nicest fucking guy backstage and like just a big old fucking teddy bear. Yeah. But then when he went home, he was fucking bombing police stations and killing families. Yeah, like he killed all them gangs. He's like proper biker gang stuff, wasn't it? Like motorcycle. They bombed the police station because the police station, uh, the police yeah. station stopped them from like robbing a bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was loads of stuff. Like, big cocaine dealers. Then yeah. there's the many faces of Luna Vachon, which is gonna be another rough one, especially with the passing of Daphne. Because it's much like Daphne, where yeah. Luna lived a rough mental life, where she had a lot, a lot of mental demons. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Like for a twenty-year yeah. career, like yeah, she was. She had her issues. God. Then it's extreme and obscene. Blacks at XPW. Oh man, Rob Zakari, Rob Black. I assure you to never try to look this man up don't, because don't your safe browser will not be safe anymore. Yeah, don't do it. Woo! Oh my god, that was, was the okay, double. So they... What was that? That King Death match? It was like barbed wire chairs. The light tubes were barbed wire. There was bed of mouse traps. Oh man, so, that was amazing. So he was a <laughs> he, he he ran a porn company and a wrestling company. Yeah, Both his wife was things. quite a big actress, isn't it? Um, yeah. he was he was so, in the uh, the documentary himself, wasn't it? The the Annabelle Chong story. Okay. <laughs> so, so before I get into like what I what I was laughing about, this guy apparently he his porn was so obscene that like he was arrested on all different charges on it. Like mm -hmm. apparently some documentary company went to do a documentary on like porn companies and they saw this man and they left physically sick yeah. of what they seen and then reported him. Yeah, yeah. And so like over, I, uh, over here, he um there was a part of a documentary by Louis Theroux for BBC Two here, and it part of the documentary was the film that she did, Forced Entry, which was Basically, yeah. them simulating rape, like let's we call it as it is. Like that's what it yeah. was. Like, and it was, it was, it was brutal. What I was laughing at is they did a, a Dark Side of the Ring, like they did a forty-minute preview thing with Jericho and the producers, and they showed some clips that are going to come up. And there's one dude who's like, "I went there to shoot in, like to do my shoot my promos." And I turn around, and there's a girl in a swimming pool. Buck naked, eating chicken, and taking a piss. He's like, and I said, what the fuck is going on over there? <laughs> oh, God. And the last one. <laughs> and then the last one, which is going to be probably a big two-hour one again. Mm. The steroid trial. Yeah, the United States versus Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. 
Do you remember? Was it the raw after he won when Macho Man made a comment? Was it about it just after? Like, okay. no, can't it, like not even the United States can stop you or something. I can't remember what it was. I just remember on the raw, Macho Man was very open about it. <laughs> what I remember about this is a couple weeks after this ended, they did a Halloween episode of Raw. Like, because it was on Halloween, it was all Halloween themed. And it was Jerry Lawler, I forget what Jerry Lawler was dressed as. But Vince McMahon, the balls of this guy, came decked out in a full-on prisoner suit with the hat and the fucking pinstripes. Yeah. Like, the balls of this man to openly go, I could have been a criminal. <laughs> 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 but it was it was uh it was a messy couple of years for vince because that was just be just before that wasn't it when jesse ventura sued him over royalties for the, his commentating and stuff weren't it Laura, the, jo the, the jobber sued him because marty Gennetti fucked up the dude's back mm. dude gave but but in all seriousness it wasn't Gennetti's fault because the dude was the dude lied about his experience yeah. Then when he was put in there, he took the move the wrong way. Yeah. And paralyzed himself. Yeah, and, and it was nailed. So like I think it was ten wrestlers, nine or ten wrestlers, including oh. Hogan. Uh, but it was nails when it that said, Ah, oh, Vince pressured me into taking him, make me bigger. And then later on in uh, affirmative, he was like, But I hate Vince McMahon, and you're like, Oh dude, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Well, that's part of the reason why he got off because, you know, Vince's lawyer literally was like, this dude's first statement as he gets sworn in and sits down is like, I hate Vince McMahon's guts. He's yeah. not going to say anything nice or defend him. No. No, no. And that's what they said. Yeah, it's because he'd been fired and stuff. Um, they didn't even enter a defense, did it? They said that Vince only uh, stated he had one discussion with that doctor. I can't remember the guy's name, the pensive guy. I can't remember. Uh, George something, I think. Um, and it was uh, about concerns McMahon had over the health of his wrestlers. And they dismissed like three of the six charges before he even went to trial, didn't they? But it was, it was yeah, that messy. Was, that was George Sikorian. Ah, uh, that's it, George Sikorian. Thank you. And it was the reason... That the feud of Hogan and McMahon, wasn't it? They used that in 2003. Was this, was it? Well, because that's what, that's what caused Hogan, like part of why Hogan, you know, Vince and Hogan ended their relationship the way they did when he jumped over to WCW. Because originally Hogan was going to be on the defense and he ended up turning and fucking going off and telling, you know, Basically mm. saying, yeah, I've done steroids under Vince McMahon and shit, and pretty much try to fuck him. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Um, and uh, like after that is when they brought in quite tough. Uh, they brought in the tough drug testing policy after this because that's what Crush was fired for, wasn't it? Like a year later, for being caught with uh, steroids and I think marijuana. To be fair, um, but yeah, yeah. that will be a big one because I mean that was that was a big deal, especially at that time. And I mean, I mean, he was found out not guilty. I mean, it was difficult because they'd only made it illegal in 91. So you've only got three years worth of stuff that was actually an issue, you know? So I don't know. Yeah, it was, um, yeah, is what it was. But they, exciting. Like, there's so much content, the dark side of the ring in there. Like, 
you know so much and they've been really good they are really good series if you haven't watched dark side of the ring you really really should um Wait yeah this bruiser ben one man yeah 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 the guy's got such a dope like they were they were saying like he he would take like i think there was a promo he was supposed to do where he's supposed to bash a bottle over his head and they wanted to like gimmick the bottle and he kept smashing bottles on his head like i can do this i can do this and it just wouldn't break and he would just put knots and knots in his head and eventually he just gave in and let them gimmick it <laughs> jeez oh my god amazing but yeah if you haven't watched i might catch up because that's on on thursday so yeah two days until dark side of the ring and they've all been really good they have been all really good finally hear about this infamous Brock Lesnar Kurt Henning wrestling fight oh yeah 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 because well, that, that's why Kurt got fired because they yeah yeah him and Scott Hall were they, fired instantly weren't they they Brock and Kurt had a legit shoot wrestling fight in the middle of the aisle and then they brawled all the way into the fucking the thing and almost went through the door and sucked everybody up <laughs> Jesus Oh my god. Oh like, They almost went through the the, the, the plane door. <laughs> then you got Ric Flair off his nut, gold dust serenading people. Oh jeez. What a mess. And that was literally that was the last pay-per-view insurrection that they were WWF, wasn't it? Because then on yeah. Raw straight after that is when the WWE started. Well yeah, that was also because they were using the WWF name to market those things like insurrection and all that. Mm. And part of their agreement with the World Wildlife Fund was that they weren't going to try to do something international. Like they couldn't use the name internationally. And because they were doing that over there, they were doing it internationally and it fucked them. Ah, I get it. I always wondered why WWF, like the World Wildlife people just kicked off. Now it makes sense. Now it makes sense. Right. We're going to hand it over. It's review time, baby. Yo, this is Vince Russo, bro. And I am here to talk about Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast. But if I really want to break it down, if I really want to pick somebody out, I'm here to talk about Geo, who reviews one pay-per-view a week. And usually bad ones. Geo, one pay-per-view a week. Bro, I don't watch one pay-per-view a year. What pay-per-views are you watching every single week, Geo? And I also hear, bro, you only review the bad ones. Geo, newsflash, they're all bad, bro. Whatever wrestling pay-per-view you review is going to be bad. You know why? Because Vince Russo is not booking anymore, Gio. That's why. So you're not going to get any more good pay-per-views anymore. You know why, bro? Because here's the question, bro. Here's the question, Gio. When you're watching these worthless pay-per-views, bro, ask yourself this question, bro. Who books this shit? Who books this shit, Geo? Not me, baby. Not me, bro.
Let's let the man introduce the man. See, the irony of this is he did book this shit. Fuck <laughs> you. This is awful. Did, now, this is prime the... Vince Russo, this card. I'm looking at this card and yeah. 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 This is Vince Russo, like, because the main event. Yeah, okay. Okay. Um, fine. Talk to me. King of the Ring, 1999. What's the requested one I got on a Twitter DM? Um, so, what did you get first? Uh, there was some dark, there was quite a lot of dark matches, yeah? Looking at this. Is that right? So, I'll get you my card. I, I have oh, yeah, there was four matches on Sunday Night Heat. Wow. Little thing written up here for you. Okay, <laughs> get it up. Oh my god, look at this. I can see. So we got Albert versus Valverde. Okay, so this is where we start because it's Sunday Night Heat. Thank you. We yes. got fucking meat versus Kurt Angle. <laughs> he beat him. He beat Kurt Angle. Nineteen ninety nine. Before he's a big deal, Kurt Angle loses to meat. He did. Meat man, what a terrible name! With, with his gimmick, literally was I am these women's piece of meat. I have a hard time wrestling because these women are sexing me up so bad that I have no stamina to wrestle, and I have boner half the time. And that was Jacqueline and Terry Reynolds, was it? Like, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> but he right. did beat Kurt Angle. Wasn't that Kurt Angle's debut? It was. He came out of the crowd. Wow. This is like a big, this is like before anybody knew who he was. Like, this was a test him out on heat to see, like, oh, that's Olympic gold medals, Kurt Angle. Right. Now there's another bit. I'm a bit confused. That was here. So on heat was the brood versus the Hardys. To determine the number one contenders. And, but then they're on the main card as well for the same match. So what happened? Is that a mistake? Oh, no contest. Oh, okay. Ended in no contest. Yes. Wow, okay. And then there was a bit more corporate ministry, Midian and Viscera. Corporate Love ministry that. of Midian and Viscera, baby. Naked Midian. The big boss man, two on one. Because the big boss man had to pay his dues. For fucking Vince McMahon over. <laughs> oh, God. Vince McMahon so, was like, I'm sorry, Vince. I want my position back in the corporation. Because he, he lost a match where he lost a match against Austin where the, if he won, they got to choose the step. If Austin won, he got to choose the step. Right, okay. McMahon's are like, fuck you. We have to wrestle in a ladder match, asshole. <laughs> so he got beat up by Midian and Viscera on Sunday Night Heat, Jesus. Then we got, please don't look him up, Prince Albert, withdraws <laughs> versus Val Venus. Prince Albert, the many I faces. I shit you not, the gimmick of this match was they wanted to pierce Val Venus's member. Ah, <laughs> uh, WWE in 1999, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. This is what you're all screaming for, right? You forget that it wasn't just Rock and Austin and all that stuff. Underneath that was Prince Albert and Droz taking off Val Venus to try and pierce Val Venus's member. Like, come on. <laughs> and then we, 
we start the actual pay-per-view. Oh, gosh. Amazing. <laughs> Shamrock versus Shane McMahon. Oh, my God. Ken Shamrock. Hey, <laughs> Shamrock wins by DQ because fucking Steve Blackman came out and beat up Shamrock. Uh, I like Steve Blackman. I did like Steve Blackman. Um, but, yeah, win by DQ. Oh, God. <laughs> and, a, and a King of the Ring qualifier. Right, yeah. Beat Bob Holly by DQ because... <laughs> Kane came, you know, the big show came in and beat up Bob Holly because Bob Holly was going around calling himself the big shot. <laughs> oh my God. This it's is where he was like, I weigh well over 500 pounds. He's got a fucking scale. Wow. <sighs> then, then, first of many that I have to hear, I'm an ass man. Yeah. No, first it was Kane. Kane beat the Big Show because Bob Holly came out and screwed fucking Big Show over. <laughs> so it's just everybody screwing everybody over tonight. <laughs> yes. Or try to pierce members. And then, yeah. of course, yeah, the, 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 the first of many times you will hear, I'm an ass man. Bah, bah. <laughs> You know, we discuss these lyrics and how weird they are. He loves to stuff them. He loves to kick them. He loves, he, he's going to stick them and he's going to kiss them. <laughs> Why is he insinuating that he's doing things to butts? Uh, it's amazing, though, isn't it? But did, this one <laughs> got stopped, didn't it? The ref these lyrics anymore. The referee stopped this one versus Ken Shamrock, weren't it? He didn't actually... Yes, it's it's the typical cashier. I'm wrong. I'm bleeding for the mouth. Yeah. Always, always, anytime. Yeah. To, to not make Shamrock look weak, they just had him bleed from his mouth internally and go, "Oh, he's hurt." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Ken Shamrock was protected, really. When you look back, yeah, how many was, matches ended with him throwing fifteen refs around because I, he feels screwed? Because of the attack he suffered earlier on, he from Steve Blackman. But anyway, Billy Gunn went through, and then the last quarterfinal match, Road Dog. Road Dog versus China. Yeah, amazing. And amazing, yeah. amazing finish. As China did her usual low blow thing and sold her hand, and it turns out that Road Dog was wearing a cup. <laughs> The legend that is Road Dog, and he went through. Um, and then there was the actual uh, number one contenders match, Hardys versus the Brood, which the Hardys actually won, um, I believe. Was it, is this when Hardys were with Michael Hayes? It was. Oh my god, that was great. Michael Hayes was good with them. I love Michael Hayes. Like that was God. That's going back some years. Sweet lord. Yeah. So uh, and then. Back to the semi-finals. So we had Billy Gunn versus Kane. How yeah, the Billy hell? Gunn. How did Billy Gunn get through that one? Huh? Because Joe came out and attacked Kane. It's just... It's Vince Russo stuff, isn't it? Send someone out. Run in. <laughs> oh, and then X-Pac versus Road Dog. Um, yeah. Just a good old friendly match. Yeah. Yeah. But that was a bit more of a story. 
Um, and then there was titles on the line. Um, Undertaker Minister, versus The Rock. Yeah, Ministry. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, I loved the Ministry Taker. I loved the whole Ministry. I thought Ministry was great. I think the they stuff with The Rock was great. Up until they merged with the corporation, they were great. Yeah, when they become the corporate ministry. I mean, that was that was pretty soon after this, wasn't that? That the corporate ministry come about two or three weeks. Oh, it already came about. Oh, really? This was this was the corporate ministry. Oh, I thought it was after. This was the wind down because the next show was fully loaded, where they did the end of an era and all that. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I this is, they already did the whole, because this is why the ladder match happened, because they did the whole Vince McMahon, it's me, Austin, it was me all along. And then Austin was like, yeah, I've kind of figured that, so fuck you, I'm the owner, because Linda and Stephanie gave me their shares. Yeah. <laughs> that was good stuff, though. And Rock was doing well, because this was the build-up was with the big Brahma Bull symbol thing, where it brought down that Paul Bearer got tied to, and ha <laughs> That was good. But Taker did retain. He did retain. Um, and then, of course, the King of the Ring final, Billy Gunn versus X Puck. Wasn't a very long final, was it? From what I remember. Um, he did. The Billy Gunn became King of the Ring 99. And then immediately entered a feud with The Rock and got embarrassed. He did. And that was kind of the end of. Billy Gunn as a serious solo guy. The Rock grabbed the mic and he did that promo and said, God, it's me, Billy. <laughs> and God said, I don't care who this is. It doesn't matter. That was it. That's a famous one, isn't it? The one that he attacked Billy with, though. That was that one's pretty famous. That's up there with some of The Rock's best stuff. And then, and then he, full blown. He's been a running joke of King of the Ring ever since. I think... I think when Edge won it, he made the joke where he was just like, now that I'm king of the ring, I just hope I don't Billy Gunn this. Yeah, because that's probably the worst Billy Gunn one. <laughs> and then, and then uh, proper Vince Russo. <laughs> proper Vince Russo match. This, I don't know, the Vince and Shane handicap ladder match for full control of the WWF against Austin. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, so oh, there's backstory to this match. Back in the day, I I, I participated in what's called the, the 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 old AOL wrestling chat rooms, hmm. <laughs> and I pretend I may or may not have pretended to be Kevin Nash, jumping ship to WWF, and said that I was the man that listed the briefcase as it was happening. <laughs> <laughs> to which people were like, oh my God, Kevin Ash is coming back. Oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, Austin got screwed. Um, but the ladder getting pulled up slowly. Um, the McMahon's were back. Shane got, uh, Austin got fired. I think it was on the Raw the next night and that Austin was bottom of the ladder where he could stay far away from contendership for any title. Um, I think he even demoted him to need to ring crew duties oh. or something. <laughs> no, he wasn't fired. He from was, CEO. He like, yeah, Shane fired him as CEO. He turned around and was like, what's that, son? I may not be the 
I may not own this place anymore, but the last thing I did was book myself for the title match tonight. And then he beat him. He beat Taker, took his title, and then that led to the end of an era. Uh... Which is one of my favorite, fully loaded 99. It's one of my favorite pay-per-views. And when I land on that one, one of these times, man, I'm going to be in such joy. Because it's literally peak WWF 1999 attitude era. Yeah. That car is like, Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was just looking because I just clicked. Yeah, it is. Like 1999 WWF, that is the card that you want. European title matches, hardcore title acolytes oh man one day you'll land on that one day you'll be lucky let's see how lucky you are today because i think you've had a couple of good ones today you haven't been yeah i'm gonna stick with w i'm gonna stick with wwf so okay right let's get the years up okay so from 85 to today right are you ready say stop when you're ready it's nervous you guys say stop? Uh, yeah, stop. Oh, my God. 2006. Oh. oh. This, this, is, uh, this is the year with December to December. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. Okay. That's all I'm oh. saying. That, that was this year. <laughs> okay. Oh. Good luck. You're lucky it's at the bottom and it seems to bounce up pretty quick. But, yeah, say stop when you're ready. Oh, God, I'm nervous for you. <laughs> oh. Okay, you got No Mercy, 2006. Give me the card. No Mercy, right. Matt Hardy versus Gregory Helms. <laughs> uh, Kendrick in London with Casey James. Uh, and I I Idol Stevens. Oh, my God. <laughs> Damien Sandow, I obviously, but... I think I know what card this is. I think it involves, and I have the uncut version. It involves a promo where William Regal was in a shower, and he may or may not have shown his winky by mistake. <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> MVP <laughs> taking on Marty Garner. God, that, that's the name that didn't last very long, was it? Uh, Mr. Kennedy versus The Undertaker. Rey Mysterio versus Chavo in a Fool's Count Anywhere match. Benoit versus Regal uh, and King Booker versus Bobby Lashley versus yeah, Batista versus Finley. There we so go. Oh. This with the boogeyman. And like, he, he came into like the, 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 the William Regal's like shower room and like scared him. And then for like a brief second, Regal like, because Regal had us always taking a shower. For a brief second, Regal accidentally flashed his naughty bits. Yeah, so and didn't they have to apologize the next day? Didn't they apologize for it? Because like, they said that his buttocks being exposed was scripted. His penis was completely accidental. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, my God. Amazing. Well, there you go. You'll have some fun with that one, won't you? Wait a second. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, and, and on the pre pre show was Jimmy Wang Yang versus Sylvan Sylvan Grenier, who I liked. Sylvan. Oh, Sylvan! He was doing the model gimmick at that he time. He was. He was. He was. Um, 
He's a producer and he's still, isn't he on, isn't he a producer for WWE? Hasn't he been since last year? I'm sure he's back so. producing. Yeah, I'm sure it was last year. I'm sure he was signed up. Explains a lot really, doesn't it? But yeah. Anyway, that's it. No Mercy 2006. Now, normally oh. when we do these pods, I'm just going to quick because normally when we end, we then get this massive news. <laughs> like something big happens literally as I start ending. But I've looked up. Um, no, there's nothing. Just a possible spoiler. Um, oh, okay. The, apparently Lance Archer and Suzuki are going to issue a challenge to John Moxley tomorrow. So it could well, be, so they're saying it's going to be Suzuki and Archer versus Moxley and Kingston. We got that, and supposedly Bray Wyatt debuting at the, the show for the hometown of Brody. That's what I heard. Yeah, I heard. I, 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 again, With, I, I don't think he should go to AEW. I think he should go to Impact. Listen, if, if at all they're going to use him, and they're going to pay homage to Brody, he needs to be the man to lead the Dark Order. Yes. If that's the route they're going, and if that's what a deal that they could got, it has to be Bray if they're doing a homage to Brody in his hometown. He has to debut, and it has to be Bray leading the Dark Order. 100%. He, do, he doesn't need to do the fiend. He doesn't need to be happy, hi, hello, knock, knock, Bray White. He needs to go back to being the 2014 Southern cult Bray Wyatt, because it would be perfect to lead the Dark Order. Okay. Yeah. He would. 100%. Um, also, just heard Lee uh, Moriarty has joined the MLW Opera Cup. So that's Jordan. now Tom. Bobby yeah, Bobby Fish is in it. Davey Richards in it. TJP, Calvin Tagman, Tom Lawler, and Matt Cross. Apparently, there is one more entrant in the tournament to be named, and then it's ready. Um, he just signed with AEW, didn't he, Lee Moriarty? See, that's a good signing um, for me. Ones like that, I think they're great signings. Like, things like that, absolutely perfect. But yeah, he's just uh, signed up for that tournament where you get to see Bobby Fish now. So there we go. Congratulations to Big E. Congratulations way back to Billy Gunn. Good luck looking at Regal's penis. <laughs> and on that bombshell... I'll see you next week. See you, man. All right.